a fresh word with Reverend Today Amosu. Fresh Word with Reverend Today Amosu. I want to deal with something that is important tonight that will help each one of us. Let's go to John 10, 10. The thief does not come except to steal and to kill and to destroy. I want you to see this verse in a different way tonight. There are two parts to that verse. The thief does not come except to kill, to steal, to destroy. I have come that they may have life and that they may have it more abundantly. This verse will give us a kind of a problem. What is the use of him giving me life when the thief will steal it? You see, imagine somebody is buying me food and there are thieves all over the place and the phone is not safe. So what's the use of buying me more expensive ones? If you are in a place where they can always get your phone, what do you buy? You buy Palasa because there's no need to get quality to it. So this verse has a problem if you don't see it clearly. If the thief is always there to steal, to kill and to destroy, so why should Jesus spend his time giving us life? Because we take the life in one hand and it's going in the other hand. So there must be a clear thing done with the thief so that the life I receive, I can keep it. We must understand what Christ has done enough. For instance, you know, those days when you buy a phone, they can steal it. Now, it's not easy to steal very expensive phone anymore. Some of them, they have watch that when you are taking it away alarm starts making noise you won't mind having something like that so in the same way this life that Jesus will give us is it safe enough not to be stolen and to be destroyed I look at Christians today I see Christians who are very aware of the devil and you will see a lot of prayer points books trying to give us spiritual warfare to see that the devil is taken care of so that we can enjoy what God has for us. But I don't think that it will be fulfilling for Jesus to come give us life and does not do anything about the devil to see that that life is practically kept safe. What's the use of buying a phone for 700,000 naira and it cannot be safe and cannot be traced? We are going to look at something that is important tonight. Do we have peace in such a way that the devil cannot just rob us blind every time. Do we have to be watching over, like they say, pray 3 o'clock, pray 6 o'clock, pray 9 o'clock, pray 12 o'clock so that the devil won't take? Let's take our Bible. We're going to dig into this. If the second part of this verse will work, then the Lord must have done something with the thief to help us to be at peace that whatever life is given us we can actually enjoy it. Because there's no use having the life more abundantly and somebody stealing it. It will never be enough. So, what has Christ actually done about the devil 2,000 years after Christ went to the cross? Why is the devil still at work like this? 
any sensible person will ask this question. And some churches are actually built on this about spiritual warfare, Satan, and stuff like that. So let's take our Bible. Let's do some digging in. We Africans are much more conscious of this than the outside people in the world. Let's go. Take your Bible with me. Let's go to 1 John 3, verse 8. He who sins is of the devil. For the devil has sinned from the beginning. This verse is saying this. Anybody who sins, whoever, whether a Christian or non-believer, whoever sins takes his clue from the devil. You can never learn how to sin from Heavenly Father. You only learn how to sin from the devil. So whoever commits sin, he must have actually got from the devil a clue from, just like Adam and Eve, they got a clue to sin from the devil. Is that clear? That's not from God. It's not of God. Now, read the next part of that verse with me. For this purpose, the Son of God was manifested that he might destroy what? Remember, the thief does not come except to steal, to kill, and to destroy. But now, we are having the destroyer of the destroyer. What are the works of the devil? To steal, to kill, and to destroy. And Jesus was manifested that he might destroy the stealing and the killing and the destroying works of the devil. Does that make some sense? So, from this verse and John 10, we saw two-fold purposes of Jesus. Number one, to give us life, right? And life, us, abundantly. But like I said, he must do something about the devil if we are going to be at peace with that life he has given us. Let me tell you what is fueling the devil's power in our world today. You want to know? What gives the devil entrance and what opens the door for the devil? Tatins Matthew verse 19. I'd like you to look at this verse. This is so important. This is, this is from the mouth of Jesus. When anyone hears the word of the kingdom and does not understand it, then, see, look at the verse. Think about it for a long time to come. Put it into your system of thinking. Then the wicked one comes and snatches away what was thrown in his heart. See, see, the devil can never come into the light, just like darkness cannot come into the light. People don't get this. Let's get clear. See, there's no way darkness can come in here. It can only come in at the edge where the light is fading off. If you wake up in the morning, that's what you call the dawn on the dusk. That's where the darkness and the light are mixed up together. It's not fully light, neither is it fully darkness. You know that kind of a thing? Now, a lot of Christians, that's where they live. A lot of Christians. Where light reaches them and darkness also mess them up. And the reason simply is this. When anyone does not understand the word of the kingdom, then the wicked one comes. And he can snatch away the word, whatever is in the word, whatever life, whatever promise, he take it away. You see, they call the devil the prince of darkness. And what is making darkness efficient is lack of light. Now, let's go. See, he said, who does not understand it. When anyone hears the word of the kingdom, look at Psalm 119, verse 130. The entrance of your word gives what? Light. What is it next? It gives understanding. See that? See that? The entrance. See that word entrance. See that word entrance. It means to unfold, 
to make it clear. No wonder the devil is so prevalent in Africa. Somebody must either tell them that the Jew or Mami Jew or pastor or Kenekon, they cannot take word for word like that. For instance, you know, when you go to school in Africa, textbooks don't matter. You just say, what I give you in the class, write it down. Am I right? I've been there before. But you can, if you go to all this other time, when you have textbook that is written, you can say, sir, that's not correct, sir. It's, it's this textbook, and it will bow to the textbook. But here, if that is done in the class, that's our system to make things not clear and then use the power of eldership to control things. And when we don't understand, see, the entrance of your words give light. You see, if you want to stop the devil from taking his place in the church, start teaching. I say, do deliverance. We'll pack the devil out and we'll come back seven times worse because we are empty of light. So, the teaching of your word gives light. So, even the simple, and the moment the simple can get it, the devil loses his power. Wow. Light is so powerful that darkness, they don't have to contest. Let's go back to John 10, 10. The thief does not come except to steal and to kill and to destroy. I have come that he may have life and that he may have it more abundantly. So we know the purpose of Jesus here. He came to give life and give it what? More abundantly. Is that all right? Let's look at the second part of that purpose. First John 3, verse 8, we just read. First John 3, verse 8. The second part. For this purpose... Now, he said, I've come that you might have life, right? But John was adding more to the purpose now. For this purpose, the Son of God was manifested that he might destroy what? When you don't understand something, what does it off? You know what I'm talking about? If you're challenged and you know it, you will say it clearly, right? If Jesus destroyed the works of the devil, why is the devil still walking around in the world? Why is this thing causing trouble and messing things up? We need to get that clarified. Because I don't want to be just thinking that Jesus was manifested, that he might destroy the works of the devil, and things are still going on. Killing, destroying sickness, problem, shortage, lack, destruction, genocide. Is that, is that really true? Uh-huh. That will make us to delve more instant. And when we have the light, then we can actually walk in it. That, does that make some sense? So let's clarify this. For this purpose, the Son of God was manifested that he might destroy the works of the devil. Now, we must understand that destruction of devil's works or else. We are going to say the devil has been destroyed. But when the devil starts doing things, for instance, let's go to First Peter 5. Take a look at this. It may sound confusing, so we need to clarify it tonight. Verse 8. He said, be sober, be vigilant, because your adversary, the devil, walks about like what? Seeking whom he may. But I thought Jesus destroyed the works of the devil. You see that word? The devil walks, not walked in time past. He walks, that's the present tense. Now, let's look at this verse again. Look at this verse. Interesting. Look at this. Resist him steadfast in the faith, knowing that the same sufferings are experienced by... So, why are we still experiencing sufferings after Christ destroyed the works of the devil? Can we be honest about that tonight? So, let's dig into that tonight. Destroying the devil, does it mean that the devil has been put out of business of working here on earth? Or what does it mean by destroying the works of the devil? Because there's one challenge for Christians. 
when they begin to believe the truth and they face challenge or challenges, they seem to think that what I'm thinking here is not really fully it or something is just wrong somewhere. And we Africans are like that. You know, so that's there. So, but we need to get it clear tonight. Why is the devil still doing all these works? Devouring people, devouring life. It's not left here yet. But Jesus came to destroy the works of the devil. And he finished and he left. Let's go to Matthew 4. Verse 1. And then Jesus was led up by the Spirit into the wilderness to be tempted by the devil. This after he was baptized, came out of the water. And then the devil came to him and he did all that work for a couple of days, 40 days. And when he finished with the devil, listen, that time at that wilderness beside Jordan River, Jesus dealt with the devil, overcame him. Am I right? With temptations. But after he came out of that temptation, the next thing he did was to start preaching all over Galilee. Look at, we're at Matthew 4 now. Look at verse 23. Then Jesus went about all Galilee, teaching in their synagogues, preaching the gospel of the kingdom, and healing all kinds of sickness and all kinds of disease among the people. So you can see that. After he had this confrontation with the devil and beat him up, he now took his bag and his Bible and he traveled all over Galilee from that victory, establishing. Now, please, it does not mean that the devil stopped working in Galilee. Because if the devil has stopped working, nobody will bring any sick person to Jesus. Am I right? If the devil has stopped working, nobody will do anything that is bad, demon possessed. So Jesus defeated the devil for that region, but he still went about doing something about it after he had defeated the devil. In fact, let's go to Matthew 12. Something he said over there. Verse 22. Then the one was brought to him who was demon possessed, blind and mute, and he healed him so that the blind and the mute man both spoke and saw. And all the multitudes were amazed and said, could this be the son of David? Now, when the Pharisees heard it, they said, this fellow does not cast out demons except by Beelzebub. Jesus never cast out demons until he was baptized with the Holy Spirit and went into 40 days trouble with the devil, right? He came out of that and became a demon caster. People said, he had demon power. Let's keep reading. Okay. But Jesus knew their thought and said to them, every kingdom, the very against self, is brought to desolation. Every city or house, the very against self, will not stand. Let's keep reading. Satan, cast out Satan, is divided against himself. How then will his kingdom stand? Now, look at this. If I cast out demons by Beelzebub, by whom do your sons cast them out? Therefore, there shall be your judges. Next verse. But if I cast out demons by the Spirit of God, surely God's kingdom has come upon you. Let's keep reading. Now, please, this is the verse I'm going to. How can one enter a strong man's house, plunder his goods, unless, what does he do first? He first binds the strong man and then he will plunder his house. It seems to me that Jesus, by getting Holy Spirit and 40 days of that thing, he banned the strong man. And then he now went about all Galilee plundering the devil. Because if you don't bind him, you can't plunder his goods. 